Greetings, welcome to FPC Up Close and Personal. Every week we get a chance to interview and talk with one of the members of our church, and this is one of those interviews. Greetings, Pastor Doug here. I am here with my friend, Mike Morse. Mike and I have known each other for 18 years, ever since I came here to FPC, and it has been just a joy to walk with Mike and his family. The Morse family is very dear to our church. Um, and I just want to start, Mike, thank you so much for your time. I want to start with our February question. This is the first Sunday we get to ask it. Where do you see the helpers? We took this from Mr. Rogers. Where do you see the helpers? I recognize that as a Mr. Rogers. Um, I, I see the helpers in, I see the helpers in people who are, who will listen to me and, um, and listen deeply and gracefully. And um, I, I, I say that, I say that it's, it's a powerful thing because I've, I've struggled a little bit over the last few years with some, I think pretty mild depression. And, um, and when I know that somebody is listening deeply and gracefully to me is a powerful tool against depression, anxiety, those kinds of things. And I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tools that I've learned, exercise, eating right, drinking less. Um, but uh, having somebody to talk to and talk deeply and share um, is just a powerful thing to me. So the, the helpers are people that are willing to listen and, and listen to my stuff without judgment. So. Oh, amen. Um, I, I don't, I don't think you actually know. I'm in a, certificate program now to become a spiritual director. And I am going to just take what you just said and pass it on to our class, because that's what we are learning. Um, <laughs> we're spending two years trying to be able to do this. And um, what you said is right on. Um, well, Mike, you and, there are so many things we could talk about. Um, this could be a really long interview, but, um, but yeah. I want to ask you about calling. And I want, especially when we, when in the church, we talk about calling, we, we talk about pastors being called, we talk about missionaries being called, but we and, and calling applies to every vocation, but since we don't talk about it with other vocations, sometimes people come to think that maybe it doesn't apply to other roles. You and I know that this is absolutely false, but it's a narrative that spreads around the church. But I just wanted to ask you, you're a CEO of a longtime Bellingham company, fourth, fourth generation now? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and you, you're, you, one of your main jobs is to make your business more profitable. And you think about money and bottom line, and you have to understand those financial spreadsheets that make my eyes cross. Um, so, Mike, how would you describe your calling in terms of what you do? Well, it's really simple, Doug. It's just love God, love my neighbor. <laughs> That's it. And and be be an evil businessman kind of thing. No, it's um, it, it is it, it absolutely. I think I think the question of calling does start with love God and love your neighbor. Um, but the, the vast, um, you know, kind of pool that we live in of how to do that, um, certainly plays out for me in the business world. And, um, and, and you're right. It's, I think the hard piece to talk about with that is that there is, there is a need for profit, um, that profit is the lifeblood and, um, and that it's a really important part of it. And if that we don't, if we don't turn assets into earnings and earnings into cash as a business, our, our lifeblood dries up, and we can't do all of the things that we need to do. Um, I think I think business can be kind of a black hole for people, and um, and I think people tend to see 
you know, various aspects of a business. People tend to think about business like I have a job and um, or I need a job or businesses provide a job. And that's certainly an important aspect of business. And it's an important part of, you know, it's it is also a really important part of how a business is successful that we have we have good people to work with and people have jobs. Um, people, I think, intersect with business on um, you know, products and services. I, you know, I buy, um, I, I buy a great new pair of rubber boots from LFS and I, I love these rubber boots. And so I intersect with them in terms of this, you know, this, uh, you know, product that I can buy or people think about it in terms of an investment. And, um, and, and almost everybody does, whether they think about it or not, that, you know, it's their 401k or maybe it's their pension or if not, it's their social security, that it's all based on an investment in business. And so people might intersect with business in that way, or kind of finally people might look at businesses like, well, they do something in our community. They provide for, you know, they make contributions to nonprofits in the community, or they, they're a good, you know, community contributor member or something like that. And all of those things are important, but really the lifeblood of all of those things is can the business be profitable? Can it, um, you know, can it work with those people um, making good products and, and selling them um, at a profit? And, um, and so I think that there are lots of, there, I think in, in a way that's kind of something that maybe people don't want to talk about very much as a calling because somehow, um, I don't know, somehow that seems secular or different. And I would really argue strongly that profit is holy, that, that it, is the, it is the sustaining piece of a really important institution in our society that does a lot of great things, that you know, provides great products and services, that, um, that provides jobs, that, um, that can build people's um, retirement plans or you know, whatever it is. So I, I do think that um, even though we maybe don't talk about that very often as part of calling, um, I really do believe that profit is, um, is an important piece of that, so, yeah. Oh, man, so many places to go there. Um, Mike, you, you use this word, you said some people might see it as secular. And you and I have talked before that we both believe there's this false dichotomy. We talk in life that things are sacred and secular. Mm -hmm. I think that comes from a Gnostic perspective. I don't think it's a biblical perspective. We believe that God is a part of everything. Um, but there are those in our culture have intimated that there are maybe sacred jobs and secular jobs, or, or maybe even there are Christians who work in righteous jobs or Christians that are working in more unrighteous profit jobs. What, what do you think of that framework when you hear that sacred and secular divide? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm with you. I, I... I really, I believe, um, I believe my job is sacred. Um, I believe that the calling to it is, is sacred. I think that I certainly don't feel like that every day. Um, there are a lot of days that feel like I'm going through the motions and things, but, um, but I, I don't believe that what I feel like about my job changes its nature. You know, I, you know, I think ultimately my job is holy because God is in it and, um, and God is for it. And, um, and I don't have to remember that every day for that to be true. Um, you know, the more I can remember it, I think the better it is for me. Um, but I, but I, but I believe God's in it. You know, I think about, 
um, I, I like I love the two scriptures that I, I've I've looked at and thought they are almost the same story, but they are we we read them with a really different perspective. And it's the scripture of I think we almost refer to it like the greedy man, but the the rich man who stores up treasure in the barn and and then then dies and and never gets to you know see the benefit of it or whatever. And then, and then the scripture of Joseph working for Pharaoh, and he's doing exactly the same thing. He's storing up food, but he has a purpose in it. God's in that work, and, um, and they're doing exactly the same job, but I think that there's a difference. I think one of them is holy, and one of them um, at least apparently isn't. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the greedy man had a really good plan for what he was going to do with all that stuff, but, but I don't think that's the point. And um, so I, I do think that there is um, I think that there is a sacred in, uh, in, in the work that we do and in the calling that we have. And I don't think it has to be um, a quote unquote helper job. You know, I don't think, um, you know, I, I, um, I believe that you and I have really similar um, uh, jobs. I think that there's a whole lot of crossover when I, when I talk to you, um, um, I hear, I hear similar stories. I hear similar challenges, and um, and both a similar joy and um, holiness, and then also a similar at times emptiness and you know longing for more kind of a thing. And um, and so I you know I, I do think that that's crossover. I I have to say, Doug, that I really do. Um, I am thankful that I get to sit on this side of it and argue that my job is holy as opposed to sitting on your side. And having people assume that your job is holy and and you have a bad day and you can't show that or something like that. So um, I, I think that that's, um, I think I have it easier. So I think there are days that I would switch places in a second. I get it. Um, but I, I, I love what you said. And I think our jobs are so similar. And, and I just know this. And I just want to make sure that we're mentioning this. This is personal to you, as it is to me. What I mean, the things that we're talking about right now, these are, these are, these are personal because these are things you take really seriously. You're passionate about this. Um, and I love you know, that. I, I was, um, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about this um, just this morning. And and I had, there in the last two days I've done, I've spent the better part of my two days doing two things. And one was um, we just we just hired somebody and um, and he he'll start for us in the next little bit and um, and there's sort of this joy at hiring somebody new and and bringing them on and um, and you know in in the hiring process kind of understanding a little bit about him and his family and just thinking it's going to be fun to have a new coworker and and that is and, and I don't think anybody would look at that and argue that that there isn't something wonderful about that and and holy about that. Um, but at the same time, the other half of my time in, in the last two days has gone to um, a financial statement that we have to um, review at the end of each month, understand at the end of each month, and it intersects with um, particularly one of my coworkers, and it intersects with a group of our customers. And ultimately, it's about getting paid by our customers and arguing for work that we've done and making sure that we don't miss out on that earning and that payment and ultimately the cash that comes. And if we don't do that, 
we can't hire somebody. If we don't do that, we can't, um, you know, do the important things that we'd love to be able to do um, for our people in our community. We can't make the products and services, provide the services that we do. So, you know, it's both equally. And if I say one is holy, I don't think I cannot argue that the other one is too. So anyway, yeah, kind of an interesting thing. Amen. Amen. Well, Mike, I am so thankful that you're doing what you're doing. I am, um, and I, I want you to hear from me just as you consider what you do is holy, I consider it deeply holy. And I um, pray for you on a regular basis. I want to know, how can we as a church support you and those like you who are working for profit? How can we support you as you fulfill your calling and as you live out kingdom lives? Yeah. Well, like I said, I think there are a lot of days that it is hard to remember that it's a um, that it is a job that is um, a kingdom job, and um, and in, and I really honestly, you know, would say that there are weeks that go by, maybe even months that go by, that it's hard to remember that, or that I don't remember that, and um, and and so I think that for me, um, I need people around me that remind me of that, um, that help me to see that because when I think about this. I, I do such a better job. I mean, I, you know, I work better when I remember that this is a kingdom job, that this is sacred. And, um, and when I don't remember it, it's really easy to get, to let stress build up. It's really, I mean, I can be stressed and anxious and all those kinds of things, even when I am remembering that it's sacred. But, but I think there is a perspective that comes from seeing it that way. Um, <clears throat> I am, um, I got on a plane a couple of years ago to fly to, um, <clears throat> we, I was going to Miami for a, a work trip and, and it was, it was going to be mostly a fun trip. So Lisa and the kids were on the flight and, um, and I was so stressed when I got on that flight because we were not doing well and we had just had something go completely sideways. <clears throat> and I sat down thinking I'm kind of going on vacation with my family and my heart is not in it. And I started to read something. Um, oh, shoot. Now I'm going to veg the name of the author. Um, but it's Out of Solitude. Um, Henry Nouwen. Henry, Henry Nouwen. And, and one of the things that in this, and it's a short little, um, I think it's a set of his sermons, actually. And, and he, he talks about, um, um, he talks about how we are, essentially, we are more than the sum of our accomplishments, that we are God's beloved. And, um, and I need people to remind me that I'm God's beloved. And, um, and in the midst of that anxiety and stress, um, I read that book, and then, and then I'm on the plane, and I'm sitting next to Lisa, and I just start sobbing. <laughs> and, uh, and Lisa looks at me, and she just kind of rolls her eyes, and she's like, oh, this is going to be a great vacation. <laughs> But it was, but it was such a, it was healing, you know, it was, it was one of those things. So um, support me by reminding me that my job is sacred. And I think I do my job better when I remember that. So when I can kind of lean into that, because there is both, there's both a calling in that, but there's also a grace that comes from knowing that. So. Amen. Amen, brother. Same is true on this side. Yeah. Um, do you have an encouragement? Just final question. Do you have an encouragement for our church? Yeah, do that. 
do, do that for, for, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's funny, I feel like Doug, I'm saying the same thing, you know, I said the same thing about, you know, who are the helpers, I'm saying the same thing about how to support me. Um, I, I just think that there are, I think there are people in my life that have done that, you know, um, you're doing that right now because you're listening to me. Jamie Imus has done that for me. Um, Lisa does that for me. Um, um, you know, certainly Bill Palmer as a mentor does that for me. I just think when people will listen to me deeply and not judge me, but give me grace in that, know me and still, you know, still remind me that I'm one of God's beloved, that's, that's really powerful to me. So that'd be my encouragement. Do that for each other. Amen. Amen. Can I pray for you, brother? Yes. Lord, I am so thankful for Mike Morse. I'm so thankful for the work that he does every day. I'm so thankful for the work that he does as a husband and as a dad and what he does as a businessman, Lord. We pray a blessing upon the work that he is doing and so many others in our church community and in our whole community as they seek to do things with integrity, with grace, with fairness and justice, but as well doing things successfully and for a profit, Lord. I pray your blessing upon Mike and the work that he does today and this whole year. In your name we pray, amen. Mike, your time is really valuable. Thank you for spending some time encouraging us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. It was a good time. It was. It was. Thanks for listening to another FPC podcast. We encourage you to subscribe every week. You will be receiving some of the interviews that we do, as well as the sermon, as well as some of the music that we have. And we are also including some FPC special events. We encourage you to subscribe. Thanks for listening.